Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about staying active as an amputee. If you're missing an arm or a leg or a part of it, uh, is it is there a way that you can stay active and stay healthy? Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right, we'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast. We really appreciate you joining us today. As usual, we got a really good topic to talk about. I don't think that we, it gets enough attention, so we're going to tackle it today. But before we jump into that, we just want to give you a friendly reminder to visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com, where we have all of our curated content there from our podcasts to our workout videos, to the live streams, our articles, just about anything that you could want from us, it is out there. Mm -hmm. uh, the best way to stay on top of our latest content is to sign up for our newsletter. You can do so right there on the website. Go to this, hit that subscribe button, and you will get a weekly email from us, newsletter on all of our latest content, including our latest workouts. We got a lot of questions about when's our next live stream workout. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's all there. We really encourage you to check that out. Sign up for that newsletter. And as well as check out our YouTube channel where we have, again, all of our workouts there uh, for you to consume. Um, just everything that we have, we put it out there. It's all for free. So please check out all these resources. They are there for you and they are our best. Mm -hmm. So um, today's mm -hmm. topic, we're going to jump into this. And uh, this is kind of something that came up that I think we were thinking, why did we think of this earlier? Yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> and we're talking about staying physically fit if you are an amputee. Yes. Um, and Meredith, I'm going to let you mm. go ahead and give us the, the rundown <laughs> of what this topic is about today. <laughs> so exactly that, just staying physically active no matter what your limitation is. And in this case, we're talking about amputee, which amputation is a removal of an extremity, a body part, whether it's upper body, lower body, due to either trauma or surgically removed for whatever reason. Um, multiple reasons we could get into, whether it's different um, cardiovascular diseases, diabetes is a big one when it comes to lower extremities, frostbite is a big one when it comes to upper extremities, um, and vehicular uh, accidents, things like that, is a major one where, and I think um, right now, which in the U.S., we see a lot of younger people with limb loss, lower body limb loss due to um, being at war and things mm. like that. So there's a lot of different reasons, um, but it's possible to stay physically active. And it's funny because in some of our videos, we'll say, um, you know, See, for seniors, beginners, and people with physical limitations. That's exactly it. You'll call it a physical limitation, but it doesn't mean you cannot do it, mm -hmm. right? So that's, I think, where we're kind of going with it today. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, limitations mm -hmm. uh, don't necessarily mean you cannot do these workouts. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> in your experience, you've done a lot of work with a lot of classes, <laughs> a lot of seniors, a lot of age ranges. Yes. Um, <laughs> what is... And, and you've worked with people who have uh, uh, missing a limb, missing a, look, a leg or an arm. Yes. What do you see as the attitude that someone like that has when it comes to physical fitness? Um, they're all in. Mm -hmm. I'm always amazed at how um, hard, hardworking and driven they are. Knowing their mental state is, I know I'm going into this 
looking for ways to modify because I won't be able to do it like the person next to me with a full leg. Mm -hmm. um, I have to modify. And that's exactly it. It's coming up with modifications that suit your body. Um, like I always say, no matter what, with full arms and legs or not, you, you, you have to listen to your body and what it's telling you to do and you always have to find modifications. So we're doing exercises, one in particular, um, a lady I worked with and it was in a group class setting and we put the circle band around our ankles. Well, she didn't have two ankles, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> she had a above the knee um, leg amputation. So she could put it around one um, ankle and then she figured out a way, we ended up tying it, it wasn't a fixed loop. We tied it around her wheelchair, she was in a wheelchair, on the other side and she could work one side of her leg mm -hmm. and then when we did other parts she'd bring it up towards the middle of her thigh area and we would do those exercises so a lot of the times it just took some finagling and figuring it out um, on how we could do it and the same with upper body um, worked with someone she didn't um, have an amputation of uh, an upper body limb but she was paralyzed so she could only work one side. We had to figure out how to fasten a band to part of her chair. Um, she was also in a wheelchair and got her to work the other side of her body and be able to do what needed to be done, right? Um, it just took some creative thought and modification. And that's what it really comes down to. Um, and if you have um, prosthetics, of course, you use it just like your your regular arm or leg so mm -hmm. you can still do pretty much everything mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah so you kind of would go into the workout knowing that okay i'm going to modify what's happening what i'm seeing yes or what's being done mm -hmm. that kind of thing exactly um, and what feels right and what doesn't i did work with someone also in a group and setting mm -hmm. and he um had a prosthetic but he did everything basically the same he didn't have to modify at all so Oh, that's yeah, great, yeah. yeah. So let's go ahead and break it down to, you know, uh, the different types of exercises. Say, uh, you know, what are some good recommended exercises, cardio exercises, so to speak, for someone who may be missing, say, you know, a leg. Le lower body, yeah. yes. The seated cardio work that we do, I think, is great stuff that they can still feel in control. It's going to be very good at, of course, when we're doing a cardio workout, what are we trying to do? Get that heart rate up. Mm -hmm. um, and that's exactly what it does, seated or standing. But staying seated, staying safe, really working on strengthening core as well because that's very big. Because if you are restricted to staying in a chair, it's important to keep your core, your back strong so you don't start diminishing posture-wise. Um, and if you lean forward, you can't sit back up. It's very easy to get that way when you're seated all the time. So really focusing on keeping the core nice and strong if you are walking mm -hmm. still, um, even with lower body amputation, whether you have a prosthetic or you're using um, a certain type of walker that they have or crutches and things like that. Um, again, so, so important to keep the core strong, to keep you balanced and, and upright, mm -hmm. I think is probably my biggest Thing, but cardiovascularly, if you're seated, to do those seated um, cardio workouts, we have our HIIT workouts that we have. It can all be done. Mm -hmm. So, so, and I, it's kind of mm -hmm. something that I hear you saying quite often is that you know 
strengthen your core. Yes. <laughs> the core, it sounds like that's the main component yes, for anyone. for anyone. But yes, especially if you, um, whether it's upper or lower body, um, even if it's an upper body, you can still walk and jog and do all of the things. But your core has to be strong because you are hindered in a sense because you don't have that appendage that's keeping you balanced the way that if you have all four limbs mm -hmm. does, right? Um, and so you have to learn how to recorrect the body to stand a different way if you've only got one leg or one arm. Right. Um, it's just the way the brain has to, you know, obviously take the cues from what you're giving it, but then the core really is going to keep you balanced, upright, seated, or standing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm always going to be big, but especially a um, big proponent of core work if you have lost a limb mm -hmm. <laughs> um here's here's one i'll throw on throw on at you um you know say someone has an amputee above an elbow mm -hmm. um how would someone like that kind of go through and get strengthened like your back because mm -hmm. we use our arms a lot to do back right. exercises um you know there's some challenges there yes <laughs> um but what are your thoughts on that it would be that's where bands I think become even um, your bigger friend um, and learning how to fasten it around your body the way that it is um, and using that the correct way um, like I said you have to get creative with the way you use equipment so you don't if you don't have a prosthetic so you don't have a hand to grip a weight to get that back strengthened you have to fasten a band around part of the body and be able to use um, the part of the body that you're trying to work with the resistance of the band because the band can be fastened around the appendage, the part of the appendage that you still do have. Mm -hmm. Whether it's just at the shoulder or it's around the bicep or something like that, you can still focus on doing a back pull if you have something fastened to either, say, inside of a door or you have special equipment. They have multiple, multiple types of wonderful equipment if you have the ability and availability to go to any physical therapy offices, occupational therapy offices, which is what you'd probably be working with, um, and use those pieces of equipment to get the body strengthened. But it's it's possible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, it's great to know like the, the equipments that you use in a lot of the videos, the resistance bands, uh, lightweight items that mm -hmm. you, know, you can find at home. Right. It's really good to know that no matter what you use on those things, you can still work. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Work the parts of the body that you're looking to. Yes. 
uh, especially exactly. the core, especially the back. <laughs> um, everybody knows if you want to strengthen your arms or you know get right. biceps, you grab a weight, you start yeah. curling it. Yep. <laughs> um, but it's these other areas where we use those limbs to strengthen, mm -hmm. like your back and mm -hmm. shoulders and things like that. Exactly. Um, what about working out in water? Yes, uh, water is a great one. Yeah. Um, swimming is wonderful. Doing any type of balance work or hopping around inside of the pool. Yeah, that's always wonderful. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and th this may not be directly amputee, but... Uh, you doesn't mean that you do have limitations. Uh, what if you're wheelchair bound? Mm -hmm. You know, what kind of suggestions do you have or, or uh, inspirations do you mm -hmm. have for someone who's looking to get stay healthy? It would sense? be, I'd say, the same exact thing. You stay seated, obviously, feeling comfortable that you can still get an amazing workout in the comfort of your wheelchair. Um, I've known people who have come to class in wheelchair and we would transfer them if they were transferable to a chair because they felt like they were more comfortable um, outside of their wheelchair sitting in a normal chair because it mm -hmm. gave them a little bit more space um, to to work so if you're able to transfer you have somebody that can help you put the gate belt on you and move you over it's, it it gives you feels makes you feel like you have more freedom maybe doing that but staying seated knowing you can work upper lower body core the entire thing get the heart rate up everything it, you're still going to stay wonderfully physically fit staying mm -hmm. seated in a chair i've worked with so many so many people who are in who are wheelchair bound that's just how it is and um get stronger and posture changes and it's amazing mm -hmm. so don't think that if you're wheelchair bound and have any limitation that keeps you seated for majority of the day that you can't work and get a good workout. Mm -hmm. What about, you know, and I keep, these things keep coming to mind when we get more into the topic. Um, say you do have an amputation below the knee and you don't like wearing a prosthetic. So, you know, you may have a, a, a cane or a walker or mm -hmm. crutches like that. Is it, is it, um, smart to include these devices in your workouts uh, to help you, mm -hmm. you know, like you're holding on to say crutches or, right. or a walker or a cane. Oh, I mean, definitely. Yeah. I think it's just going to help your brain too, to understand how the body is in its space. Like I always talk about as well. Um, and using what you normally do use again, mm -hmm. if it's a walker or like you said, a cane have that there to use, to have it, of course, to stay safe, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but so your your brain and body are still working together with the device that you're going to have for the rest of your life. So being comfortable with that and learning how to get through your days, staying physically fit with um, with your assistive device. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah and those, some of those devices are amazing. They yes. have a lot of great um, things on there oh, that yes. can help you, especially I'm really impressed with a lot of the prosthetics that come out where they're getting so advanced now mm -hmm. that you can, if you, if you have uh, a missing leg or below leg, they create these prosthetics where you can literally run. Running, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, which is amazing. Uh, have you come across a lot of the seniors in, in your days of teaching that are missing amputees uh has it been something that you've seen maybe not a lot of but it's pretty common it is common 
It is. And I think most of them, the um, couple that I've worked with have been, they said it was childhood. They never gave me full examples of what exactly happened. But a lot of the men that I've come in contact with, it was um, war things from back in the day. Mm. Um, diabetes was one. He lost, it wasn't a full leg. He lost several of his toes, but it hindered the way that he was able to do things because of his balance. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, um, a lot of amputees out there. I, I just think that's, I'm so happy we decided to do this talk because it, again, it's going to be almost like seniors. It's, it's another piece of the population that doesn't get enough, um, info put out to them and given to them and talked about because sometimes it's a faux pas mm -hmm. I, for whatever reason it's just a part of life um so yeah i think it's wonderful that we're doing this talk i have a friend whose husband fell off of a ladder just a freak thing and he ended up losing part of his leg and they had to mm -hmm. go through of course um multiple multiple months of learning how do we now get through life like this and now he's got the prosthetic and I know if you're an amputee you know about um, I, I won't know the word exactly I'll probably mess it up the phantom pains that you get I can remember talking about that so you have to listen to your body <laughs> even when you're working out remember to listen to your body because you're you're going through these these different pains and things that I would never be able to understand because I'm not an amputee but your nerve endings are different. Um, so the way that you do things, you just have to be smart about it and listen to your body. And if you're new to exercise, see how you feel that day or two after. Is that one that I should do again? Does that part of my body feel okay? Was it okay with what we did? And then go from there and add on to that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's great to see that you know, you, you're talking about working with these people and they're coming to your class because they want to exercise. They exactly. want to be healthy. Yeah. yeah. What would you say to someone who say you, we got an email and said, Meredith, you know, I love what you do. I love your channel, I love your exercises. However, I'm, I'm, I need, um, I don't feel like I can do them because I'm not confident enough mm -hmm. to try these exercises. Um, what motivation would you give them mm -hmm. to get them going? Um, exactly what I've been saying is just to take it at their own pace, stay seated to start, um, no matter what the limitation is, whether the loss is upper or lower, stay seated just to stay comfortable, um, go into it slow, knowing you're not going to get it all right away mm -hmm. and have fun with it. Have a good time. Listen to how your body feels afterwards. When it's, you know, all excited that you just did this workout, it feels stronger. It mm -hmm. feels better. And know that each time you do that, it's going to feel even stronger and better. So mm -hmm. how amazing is that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, just to start slow and know that it's not going to always be easy every single day. Mm -hmm. um, but that if you stick with it and continue with it and know that we're constantly here for you, um, it, it, it will get better. Mm -hmm. And what would be your, your, your advice to someone to kind of finish up who mm. is training a trainer? Mm. What, would, what would you say to them on this topic uh, when they have never worked with someone who you know, is an amputee? What, what would your advice be yeah. to trainers? Um, listen to your client first and foremost. N uh, always. 
Don't just go online and start researching and say, well, it says that we could do this particular uh, exercise. And then your client says, but that doesn't feel good for me. Um, but you know, that's the only thing that I could find online. Listen to your client. Know that modifying, even if you can't find it in a Google search, <laughs> is okay. Um, be creative. Um, but yes, always first and foremost, no matter whom you're working with, listen, listen, listen to the person you're working with because that's the only way you're going to learn and get better at it, number one. But so you don't hurt them um, and then that will hinder them even more with their mm -hmm. progress and then make them go, maybe I don't want to do this and mm -hmm. hurt too much. So listening to the client, learning that modifications are fine and being creative. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is it intimidating? Yes. Uh, when you first, first encounter this kind of situation? <laughs> yes, definitely, because you're afraid you're going to hurt someone. Mm -hmm. um, but especially if it's an amputee who has been that way for years and years, they do know a little bit more of what their limitations and restrictions are. They've dealt with this for quite some time. Um, if they're coming into class, they know that they're ready to work and they're driven. So know that most likely mentally they already kind of know what they can and can't do, but do watch them and try and come up with creative ways to help them. Mm -hmm. That I think was the most um, fun for me working with people and people like stroke victims who are paralyzed and part of their body. You have to, us of course, as instructors and trainers and people who love getting people physically active and fit and mentally fit as well it all goes hand in hand right so knowing that we get these challenges um, put upon us because we can figure them out and um, that's the best thing that we can do because at the end of the day you're helping that person reach their goals and then you're getting something out of it too which is amazing mm -hmm. yeah. so yeah. yeah, that's that's really great advice. Uh, again, really happy that we were able to tackle this topic mm -hmm. today. Me too. Um, like you mentioned, I don't think that there is enough information out there about it. And mm -hmm. there is a lot of people who have missing limbs. Yes. Um, <laughs> and who are very interested in staying healthy and active. Exactly. Um, so uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this topic today. And if you have any feedback or stories to share with us, please let us know. You can hit us up on Facebook. Uh, you can send us an email. Just let us know. We want to hear from you on what your successes have been you know, or if you know someone who falls into this situation where they are uh, an amputee or you know, some have a very big physical limitation like mm -hmm. that. We want right. to hear those success stories. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you have any questions, to please reach out. Um, again, thanks for joining us today. Uh, don't forget to visit us at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for that newsletter and get all of our content delivered to you weekly. So mm. thanks for joining us. We will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.